The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, we're live at Hallis Hall. Fun uh, poll question on Otani. And you got to read uh, Jesse's article today on ESPN.com. It's a national article with a lot of Cubs stuff on free agency. On Otani, um, he really believes the Cubs are in. And he says that the, the Cubs are more in on Otani than they are Bellinger. And he, he says there's a better chance that the Cubs get Otani than Bellinger. I think it's a smarter business decision. I think it's he's, Otani's a better player overall, and I think it's a bigger and better business decision. It makes yeah. total sense to me. So the poll question was, what's, what's the better chance of happening? They're completely unrelated, but just fun to speculate anyway. Justin returning for 2024, doing well these next seven games, enough where Poles, who never says anything great about him, uh, Eberflus, who called him solid the other day, um, and Getsy will hear from him here shortly, they bring him back for another year, and they bypass drafting a quarterback, or at least maybe they don't take one of the top quarterbacks, and they draft one later, and they keep Fields or Otani. And I went with Otani simply because of you, what you said is the Cubs like Otani, and I don't think the Bears like Fields. I, yeah, I think that the Cubs like Otani more than the, the Bears like Fields. And look, if, let me ask you a question. If the decision was made today before the, the beginning of this next seven-game stretch, what do you believe? The Bears would do. Oh, they're they're drafting a quarterback number one overall. I feel the same exact way. I'm sitting in their basement. I'm speculating. I don't have any inside knowledge. But I believe if, in fact, they had to make a decision today, what they would do is pivot and go in a different direction for a couple of reasons. First of all, they didn't draft him. And whatever anybody says, that shouldn't be the number one reason why you would go away from a player. But the truth is there's an emotional attachment to a player at that position that you draft. So first of all, he's not their guy. Second of all, let's be honest. It hasn't been all his fault, but he hasn't played great consistently. So the evaluation process is one where you say, well, this guy hasn't really wowed me enough. And finally, as something you have said quite a bit, which factors in, Currently today, if the decision was made, you have the number one overall selection courtesy of the Carolina Panthers, and it's supposed to be a draft that is quarterback rich. For all of those reasons, if the decision had to be made today, they would pivot and go in another direction. Look, I'm one that believes that there is an opportunity for Justin to change the narrative. It may not be a grand opportunity, but I believe the opportunity exists. Go out there. This week you get the Lions in their building. Next week you go to Minnesota against a really good Vikings defense. You get the bye. You come out. You get the Lions again. Then you get a really good Cleveland Browns defense. If Justin goes out and does some things better, like takes care of the football, plays cleaner. You realize he's played 33 games in the National Football League and turned it over 36 times. He's played 33 games in the National Football League and been sacked 115 times. Are those just singular Justin problems? No. 
but they are going to stick stick to him a bit. And then the thing that you also said yesterday, which Tyler gave us, you know, the research on in the fourth quarter in crunch time, again, not just his fault, but he's ten touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, and a sixty-five quarterback rating. The the body of work at this point, again, in an in an environment where you've been belted, uh, dealt a bad hand in some ways, there's just not enough evidence to go in the other direction at this point. So if you want the narrative to change, he's got to go out there and show them that he's a better and different player than he was when they last saw him. You were just going through the schedule. I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, of the remaining seven games... Of those matchups, how many of those will Justin be on paper the better quarterback? Uh, the Viking game, yes. Mm-hmm. Not in the Lions game. In the Cleveland game, yes, because Cleveland currently is starting the rookie out of UCLA. Who do they play after that? The Cardinals. I think somewhat, I mean, that's a toss-up. But, you know, Kyler Murray's got more skins on the wall than he does right now, or I think he's probably somewhat are. He's got better tape. The Falcons, no. Who's starting for the Falcons? Not right. Tyler Ritter, Heineke. Heineke and, 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 and Ritter. Ritter. Bigger no. Ritter, Ritter had to come back when Heineke got and, hurt And Jordan week. Love. And, and Justin has, you he's know. better than Love. Better than, than I think Jordan he's Love. better than Love. Like, yeah. my point is, is I, I think in five of the seven games, or you can make an argument that he's as good of as, if not better, than the opposing quarterback. Will he play better? Than, now, that, that's the other thing. Will he play better than the opposing quarterback next week? And, and look, I think you know how I feel. You like golf more than I do. I feel like he's a huge product of that offense, and they're doing great things right now. Like there was a touchdown pass in this last game that he threw to to St. Brown that was a terrible screen pass that nearly hit the ground that St. Brown had a great catch on and took it the distance. Um, But he is being a point guard, and he's running the offense. Um, So the two Lions games, fine. Goff is he's having a statistical great season. He's a better quarterback than Justin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that. And a year ago, we didn't we didn't think that. A year ago, nobody would have taken. I'm telling you, no one on this show, nobody in Chicago would have taken him, uh, Jared Goff, over Justin Fields. Um, Jared Goff, who had gone to a Super Bowl and thrown 30 touchdown I know, passes. But remember, who he was basically considered a throw-in on the trade. I get it. Um, so. Including you. I mean, I, I, I did do the shows with you. I, I remember how we all felt at that time. Kyler Murray, equal then, if, if you want to go equal. And then the other three games, because of the injuries, he's, my point is is that he's got to go in there and be the better quarterback. Yes. I mean, he's uh, look, who, who the quarterback will be for the Browns is insignificant compared to, like, he's playing against the Browns' defense, which is elite. Of course, right. So the Browns' quarterback, who's going to be a rookie, is playing against the less talented Bears' defense. Sure. So, like, whatever Dorian Thompson, whatever his name is, whatever he puts up against our defense, to me, is going to be secondary to how I, I see our quarterback uh, play against the Browns. Uh, of course, but if you want to get paid big... You've got you've to perform against. I don't want to hear, oh, this is a really tough test. Like Lance said that to me a couple weeks ago. Oh, this is a really tough game to come back to against the Lions. Look, if you want him to oh, be yeah. your future, yes. go into a division opponent's 
uh, stadium and, and play well. Well, that's why I'm saying you to know, you, I don't it, care how the the care or the the Cleveland Browns quarterback plays against us. All I care about is how our quarterback right. plays against play them. well against the tough defense in Cleveland. Go into Minnesota and yes. play well against Brian Flores' defense. Absolutely, you know, go do like perform. It's an opportunity for him. And like I said, like it is going to be much more impressive to me if he plays well against these better teams or these better defenses than if he was able to put up numbers against teams that are of lesser quality. They all count, but when you're in the evaluation process, there's a really good opportunity for him to shine against a, a group of defenses that are actually pretty damn good. Chemo in Joliet. I believe Chemo uh, played uh, football in college. Chemo, you're on ESPN 1000. Do I have that right? That's right. What's up, gentlemen? I remember. Chemo. Yes. What's up, Chemo? I want to get a hold of you guys yesterday about Big Cat was in there, and I had a little story because I remember playing, watching him, and I played at the same time, but my buddy Pete Bursich played up in Minnesota. And sure. I'm up to a, I'm and he's, up to a Bears game. And huh? he's their announcer now. He does uh, – yes. He's yeah. the of uh, Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, he invited me up there, so he invited me on the field, so I'm sucking it all in, you know, and all of a sudden in the corner of my eye I see a tricep. You know, it's Big Cat. I go, holy cow, is he huge. I'm 6'3". So I thought he could kick it out. But anyway, the, the – Draft NFL. Was it but was that Big Cat Williams or was it Barstool yeah, it Big, Big Cat? You were no, it was, Big, it, was, well, it was Big Cat Williams. I'm sorry. Yeah, different Big Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't remind me of that story. Um, <laughs> Big Cat, you know, Barstool Big Cat will be thrilled to to, I was to think say, are we, that you were admiring his tricep. That was a compliment. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, two scenarios about the draft I've been thinking about. Okay, see, like Waddle said, there's like seven games left. Fields comes and lights it up. His value's high. Trade him and get more picks because you need more bodies of what you need for the team. Maybe if Flew stays, maybe they get rid of him and have the gentleman up in Michigan come down and coach, and hopefully they, they draft May, and he could take him under his wing. And then say he does bad, he's still a number one draft pick. Maybe get a second or third round, get your second back late maybe. I'm wondering what you guys think. I think, Kimo, that there is so much to be determined between now and the end of the season. Some believe, like, I believe if the season ended now, I just laid out to you how I think they feel, and that's speculation on my behalf. But a week is a lifetime in the NFL. If you get to the end of this season and they win four or five games, like, I mean, I don't see that happening. But if you, let's say, what do you got, seven games left, right? Mm-hmm. Four, if you win four, you go seven and ten, or you win five, and, and you go eight and nine, like, I, Regardless of how people's feeling about it, the coach is coming back. If they win eight games, the coach is coming back. And if they win those games in large part because of the play of the quarterback, there's a greater chance that the quarterback is going to come back. It's probably less likely, but, you know, so there's just so much that has to be determined between now and the end of the season. And just for myself, I won't speak for anyone else. It's how I approach the entire season this year. I wanted to see them improve in a number of areas, but I also wanted to see 17 games from a number of perspectives, mostly from the quarterback, but in other areas as well. So, like, I'm going to stick to my guns. I want to see the remainder of the season and how the quarterback plays before I come to a full and absolute decision on how I feel and how I feel that they will respond. I don't know uh, how you find this stuff out. I always hear them say, well, the Bears would be favored in X amount of games. I heard someone say this. I bet you the Bears, I mean, the Bears against the Cardinals at home in these last three games I'm looking specifically, the Bears would be the favorite. I would think so. The Bears at home against Atlanta. 
more than likely would be, depending on how things go. But yeah, I, I would think. And then and then winning Green Bay to end the year, like for the team that hasn't had a win streak, could they actually end the year with a three game win streak, or is it just are they so? I'm not ready to go. Are they there? so inconsistent that? You can never trust them to win three in a row. You'd never get my money on them to win each of those three games. And so, like, I'm looking at those three, and then can you win one of the next four? Can you somehow win one of the two Lions games or at the Vikings or at the Browns against whoever's playing quarterback with the Browns and then of Josh Dobbs and the Vikings? And I know the Vikings are playing good football, but can you somehow win one of the next four and then – Close with a, a three-game win streak and go four and three down the stretch. No, I uh, no, I don't have any idea. I, I mean, like you could convince me, yes. And uh, right now, my main thought is is they find ways to lose, not find ways yeah. to win. That's who they've been. They've won six games in their last what is it, twenty-one, twenty-seven games. They've won six games. So for me to just blindly think that they can win three in a row, they haven't won two in a row since week sixteen and seventeen of twenty twenty-one. Yeah. This is why I'm saying, like for me. This weekend up in Detroit will be very telling. You've got your full offensive linebacker, or at the very least, you've got the five best that you could put in front of Justin. With, with Braxton Jones back and has a couple of games under his belt, you move Tevin to left guard. I think Tevin can excel at either guard position. Lucas Patrick is still who he is, but you're not going to have to worry more than likely about snaps, which is a huge plus. You're going to get Nate Davis when Wright is a heck of a football player. Darnell Wright, we've all been impressed with him. So the offensive line is going to be intact. You go up to Detroit and you you beat the division leader. You put it on a Detroit team. We're going to have a different feeling about this, this team on Monday. We may not say they're going to run the table, but I guarantee you we'll feel differently about everybody involved if we come back on Monday and we're talking about a Bears win over the Lions because then we're going to start connecting dots. Well, that Bears defense has been showing improvement. Now what's you got Montez Sweaty at eight pressures against the Carolina Panthers. What if he goes up there and has a couple of sacks? Well, now Montez is in the fold. Now the secondary is playing better because there's pressure, and offensively our offensive line's intact, and we've got a good running game, and now Justin is healthy and spinning it. Like, we could talk ourselves into anything right. if we come back from Detroit with a W. Well, you're right, and, and then in the land of the NFL, like just a week ago everyone was saying, hey, the Bengals are playing better football than anybody. They lose one week to Houston at home, and now, oh, well, T. Higgins is out. They have some other injuries, and maybe they lose again tonight against Baltimore. And now, hey, does Cincinnati even – they're in last place in their division now. Do they even make the postseason? Look, you wrote about it this week on yeah, Monday. Yeah, you yeah. told us, you know, like the premise of your article this week is this is where the Lions were last year. And then they hit the button, and look who they've been since then. Four. So my point to you is, is using your evidence to back my theory – if they can repeat the, the Lions' plan, maybe not word by word, but if they do some of the same stuff, I mean, remember, Dan Campbell was 313-1 in his first year, and then in his second year, what was he, 2-6, and 2-7, and seven, and then they went on that run. They ended last season at 9-8, and eight, and now they're the sweetheart of the NFC. Yeah. So, like, I mean, just to prove your point, I, I mean, I think that the, the – the Detroit Lions have more talent than we sure, do. Sure, and I'm not looking for 14 and 4. I'm looking for respectability. Right. 500 football. There you go. You know, like, look at the – that's what I was going to bring up to you the other day. 
Like everyone, uh, like I hear Cap and Hoodie say, look, it's going to be incremental and it's going to be, um, they, they can't be, like we've always said, Abdallah said this too, we want them in the hunt at the end of the year. Like, not I just want to be on the now. graphic. I want to be on, on the graphic. graphic. Yes. So when you, look at, when you look at the NFL standings, it's the land of mediocre. The easy part is to get to, look at all the teams who are 500 now. Or around 500. The Raiders, the Broncos, the Saints, You've the seen Colts. Like, how that should that is the easiest club to join. Like, I've never, like, I've, I've wanted to join some clubs in my day that they're like, so the top you, couple you, clubs you want You can't to join. be a part of our club. We don't want you. You're too much of a geek. You're too this, you're too that. We don't want you in our club. That's a club that is one of the easiest clubs to join. And you know how you do it? You do it by not turning the football over and having a league-worst turnover ratio and being fourth in the league in penalties committed. When you are a lesser-talented team and you go play teams of equal talent or greater talent, you have to be the cleaner team. We're never the cleaner team. We have been, but consistently not at times. There is a common theme with our three victories this year. You know what it is? Zero turnovers. And our three wins against Washington, against the Raiders, and against the Panthers, this Bears offense turned it over a total of zero times. If you want to join the mediocre club, you've got to do that more frequently. And look, I'm not saying that that's where my bar is. No. I'm just saying that shouldn't be a hard jump. That's the incremental step. That could be the easiest jump to make in all of sports. Because in the NFL, there are very few great teams and there are very few terrible teams. There is a ton of teams. The Jets are four and five. The uh, like I, the Houston Texans are five and four. The Indianapolis Colts are five and five. The Vegas Raiders are five and five. The Chargers are four and five. The Broncos are four and five. The Commanders are four and six. Uh, the Vikings have reeled off all those wins. They're six and four. Uh, the Saints are five and five. The Buccaneers are four and five. And my guess is like, every one of those teams you just mentioned has a better turnover ratio yeah, and has yeah. committed fewer penalties. Right, right. Oh, for that's sure. That's all you yeah, got to yeah, do. Yeah. That and the, like that's not to say that the Bears shouldn't be there even now. Um, it, they had huge missteps this year, but to ask to 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 say next year the Bears can't be eight and nine or nine and eight with with two first round picks in the top five or two first-round picks in the top seven, whatever it's going to be, they better be in this club next year, in this stupid club. Well, even if you don't upgrade, which you will in certain spots, it doesn't take physical skill to not commit a penalty, more than likely. Okay? Like, it takes discipline. It takes knowing what your assignment is and being prepared and ready to play, taking care of the football, focusing on ball security. Like, that's all stuff that just is part of effort and preparation. It's not necessarily directly tied to talent. So at the very least, even if you're not as talented a roster as some of these other teams, which I think you can make the argument they are, they consistently take the PP pistol out and shoot themselves. Oof. Stop doing it. Ow. They have a minus 18 turnover ratio. It's terrible. Phil in Rogers Park, one of our favorites. Phil, you're on ESPN 1000. What's on your mind? What's up, guys? Great to talk with you again. Good so, to talk to you. All, yeah, so first of all, just on the Lions game this Sunday, I, look, I'm, I'm really expecting a blowout. You know, I know everyone's... More the Bears, the Bears are going to blow them out? Yeah, no, no. 
I, I hate to be negative as always, but I expect the Lions to really, you know, take it to them. I just think there's so many uh, advantages that the Lions have, coaching staff, personnel. But Phil, um, you don't have to so, apologize for it. They've earned your skepticism. They've earned it. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. I, I would love to call your show one of these days and be like, God, the owner's making so many good moves. Like, they hired the best <laughs> and the brightest GM. Like, you got the head coach. Like, maybe one day. Maybe one day. But, like, the thing is, is that my main point here is we talk about fields, the seven games left. We talk about the high draft pick. Is it going to be May? Is it going to be Williams? That's the impetus to move on from fields because we have this prospect of this franchise-level quarterback, you know, maybe in the pipeline in the draft. My thing is, is that, and we all are in agreement, we want Jim Harbaugh. I love that. I love listening to your show now and hearing about Jim Harbaugh. The thing is, I don't understand is, we don't talk about like, okay, Jim Harbaugh is clearly going to be available this cycle, yet there's like, oh, is Eberflus going to keep his job if they win three meaningless games at the end of the year? Sylvie, you talked about Cubs with Council, right? Right. Upgrading coach, difference-making guys coming in and leading your team. Jim Harbaugh, you got to move heaven and earth for him. I mean, like, obviously, if Harbaugh comes back to the NFL, which he will, he's going to want his own GM to come with him. We never have that conversation, though, about, like, obviously, it's a no-brainer. Like, you move on. You, you get rid of Poles and Eberflus. You bring in Harbaugh. He's rumored to, like, Ed Dodds, you know, Chris Ballard's number two in Indy, who's a very well-respected scout. And you have that, like, you do it. But it's, it's, we never talk about it like we talk about with Fields and these quarterbacks. But look, like, we don't know what they may or may not amount to. If you look at the last five drafts, I mean, look at the top guys that have, you know, been picked. It's, it's a mixed bag at best. I'm not a Fields, like, you know, apologist. I just think that we have to have this conversation about when can we maximum upgrade our team, coaching, executives, player personnel, and we never have that conversation for some reason when it comes to this front office and coaching staff. Um, thanks, guys. No, and, and we've had that in, like, the, the trick bag is, is he has been available before, and the Bears have shied away from him because he's not, quote, their type of guy. And then now with Kevin Warren running things, what, what does that do where it's the former Big Ten commissioner who's had to deal with Harbaugh coming off a Big Ten suspension does that add even another hurdle in this whole thing? Is Does that make it even more of a non-starter? Or would, would a guy like Kevin Warren actually appreciate Jim Harbaugh more because he knows that he's a winner? By the way, you can hear the Matt Eberflus show right here on ESPN 1000 Mondays at 210. Yes. Um, just want to get that out there. So it's good promotion. It. Thank you. By the way, I got all excited and I, my numbers were screwed up. The Bears lead the league with minus nine turnover ratio. But they've committed 18. I yeah, said they had a minus 18. It's like 18 yeah. and 9, right? They've got 18 turnovers and a minus 9, which is dead last. Just clean it up, guys. Clean it up. It was 0-0 zero zero last week, right? They didn't uh, commit one, and we yes. didn't, and the Bears didn't Which get I'm one. fine with. As long as we're not giving it away, I'm more concerned with that than actually taking it from the other team. I would like more takeaways. I would as right. well, but if I've got to choose one, it's me not giving it to them. That's what I'm choosing. I can get greedy you and don't ask want to for give it. You don't want to give it to them, huh? I don't want to give it to them. No, nope. I want to keep it for myself. That's all I want. I want to keep it for myself. Let it breathe. Yeah. 312-332-3776. I keep repeating it. I don't want to give it to I, I them. I know. I know. I, I know. do not want to give it to them. I don't want to give it to the Lions. Don't. 
And then I don't want to give it to the Vikings after that. And at the bye, I don't want to give it to the bye. And when we come out of the bye, I don't want to give it to the Lions again. And then I don't want to give it to the Browns. I don't want to give it to anybody. By the way, the uh, video with the Cardinals in it and, and the logos uh, got, got a lot of love on social media. Did you, the we did when we had to identify the logos, which is the right logo, which is oh, the yeah. – seems like a lot of people liked that. Did they? Yeah. It was, did you watch it? I it, did not. It was that, you got to watch it. it. So you, me, Shay, Cap, um, Hoodie's in it, Jay Moore's in it. Um, it was very funny. Uh, Tyler's in it. Good stuff. There are three logos that they presented us. The Cowboys, the uh, Cleveland Browns, and the Cardinals. And they gave two versions of each logo. And we had to say which one was the real one, A or B. Right. And you could play along with us. There was a faulty question. Yeah, in and that, that's yeah. included in that. Yeah. You could There's see your anger question. in that. All right. Uh, more of your calls coming up. And then uh, next, Waddle's World as well. We're inside Hallis Hall. It's Waddle and Sylvie. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you're here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Oh, yes, inside Waddle's World. Uh, it's brought to you by Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. Do you guys have the same affinity for the Gladiator movie that I do? Made by Ridley, Ridley Scott years and years ago. Is it something that you'll watch every time it's on? No, I'm not. Like, I, I didn't mind it, but I'm not. That's not like on my stop and watch list. Okay. Did you like it, though, when you did see it, or was it just kind of happy? No, I thought it was good. It was okay. really long, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah. For, for the time. I mean, it's been out for, what, 20 years probably? I need to refresh on it. Kevin, are you a, uh, are you a fan of? I've never seen it. You. He's you know young. What? You How old are you? How old are you? Or are you older than we think? I'm older than... Let's guess. Let's play a game. No. Do we have to? Yeah. Are you 40? No. No, 40. no. 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 30. That's your guess. Wait. You can't get two oh. guesses. I well, get one. He says he's not 40. All right. So that was your guess. Now it's my turn. I'm going to say you're 33. Don't say anything. Is that correct? No. Now it's your turn. 36. No. I'll go 35. No. This is great, though. Uh, you're thir- old. You, you sound thir- like you're a young old 32. Guy. No. no. Uh, 37. 37. Yeah. I, you guys ran through all the other You're 30s. 37. So. That's old enough to have seen Gladiator. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was before my The reason time. I was going to ask you was is because Napoleon is out now. It's the movie. It's a Ridley Scott movie Joaquin now Phoenix, with Joaquin right? Phoenix. Yeah. So I was wondering if it's something that you guys would go see. No. I, I'm not going to go see it. I'll see it when it when okay. it comes to uh, the house. I, I haven't seen it a movie to in, the house. Yes, when, when it knocks on my door. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Will it be a Netflix movie? Probably. With the way like streaming is now, it's probably Netflix. When is um, Jake? I don't think Jake. Jake, time out. I do, really does Napoleon is a big like this is one of those big movies. Does it come to streaming well, like, sooner rather than later? I'm basing this off of, like, I know uh, the last Spider-Man, that the last anime one or whatever they did, or the, they did that on Netflix, too. It's on there now. It's I a- would suggest to you, though, Spider-Man is not a Ridley Scott, you know, epic movie. They, they usually have, like, a 
a pre-streaming deal, don't they? Most of these movies, yeah. that when they go to the theater, so it, yeah, whenever they, it's on, it'll just go to there. Yeah, right. Like like they'll have a deal that Amazon gets that one. Or I, listen, I like it because I'd rather see personally. I'd rather see a movie in my house than in a theater. When's Oppenheimer coming to streaming? No, that, see, I don't know. I, I I glad you brought that up. I, I saw Christopher Nolan is telling people to go buy it on Blu-ray, and because he's not going to stream. It. No, no, because he wants people to have the physical copy so it cannot be snatched away. It's it's a, it's a special like DVD you're going to get now. Right, because it makes him more money. I mean, well, sure. yeah. Does everyone have DVD players these days? I think you got like an Xbox or I got PlayStation one or something. You know, it, it's blue. I still have a VHS. I, I still have one, but we're I, on to Blu-ray now, by the way, guys. It's not DVDs. Okay, they're not. They're, it's a, okay. I, mine plays Blu-rays. I but guess. isn't it the same thing? Yeah, is, it a, a, is, it, is it a disc? It's a disc. It's just a more, it's a, a, a higher quality DVD. It's a fancy way of saying DVD. Blu-ray. It's not, it's not that fancy. It's not like this novel technology. Blu-rays have been out But forever. I don't remember the last time I even played a Blu-ray or a DVD at my house. Well, if you want to see it's Oppenheimer, you're going to have to. Yeah. Oppenheimer, um, probably best consumed at home as well because you're going to have to settle in for probably three hours. But I liked it. It was really good. And have the subwoofer on, right? And have the floor shake. I'm telling you what, like, you're right. If you were playing that at home with surround sound and everything else, your house is going to shake. It'll scare the poop out of you. Because there are some, obviously, I don't want to give anything away here, but there are some explosions. Yes. (laughs) There's a couple explosions in this movie. All right, the story of the day is obviously uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. They have dropped their... Uh, their appeal, and Jim will uh, not coach against Maryland and will not coach against Ohio State. He'll fulfill the obligation that exists in a three-game suspension. Uh, Big Ten will uh, will stop pursuing him, but uh, the NCAA probably not. They're out to get him, and I would advise him to go to the NFL sooner rather than later. And, and specifically to the Bears? Yeah, I mean, if that's where he wants to go, I want Jim to be happy. I want Jim to be happy. So if he wants to come here, I'm, I'm all in. I would, I would definitely. Did I ever read you guys this story about? I, something tells me that I mentioned it, but it, 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 it makes me smile. So I'm going to bring it to your attention again. The one of a kind Florida man games, including evading arrests, beer belly wrestling, and other competitions. The founders' goal is for the Florida man games to be a day of laughter. Do you remember the story? I, I sort of do. Vaguely, yes. uh huh. I think it's worth repeating. But the first ever Florida Man Games are set for February 24th, 2024 in St. Augustine, Florida, and this competition is unlike most others. The Florida Man Games originate from the bizarre news headlines that often come out of the Sunshine State, little something we call Florida or Ohio. Well, shouldn't we be the official broadcasters of that? I'm all for it if you'd like. Like they you should invite us out there or yes. like we have a West Palm station. How far yes. is St. Augustine and, and West Palm? I don't know the the geography of Florida well, or anywhere really that. I well. think St. Augustine isn't that on the uh, on the Atlantic side well, up it, the it, East Coast. It's a hike. It's about four hours and nineteen minutes. Is it on the east coast of Florida? Or is it yeah. The west? yeah, yeah. St. Augustine is more like the easternmost part of the Panhandle. Okay, well then we'll uh, we'll just bring the Comrex down. We'll we'll, we'll be yeah, the ofi- we should be the the official bro- the voices of. The- the Florida Man Games, considering how much we do Florida or Ohio. Charlie, can you Google uh, Sausage Castle? Like, because Gary Busey's nephew is the owner and the, the founder of the Sausage Castle. Am I going to get the, the Bitdefender security here? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we've perused this Why, in the you past. you stay there for the— I was going to see. Maybe we could, we could set up shop there. 
If you've seen like how they've upgraded things at that place, their video would have you belly laughing for quite some time. Oh, this, is, and, uh, this is a pretty cool place. Isn't it, Char- yeah, Charlie? Wow. when I think of the Sausage Castle and what's going on there, I'm thinking Charlie could use a weekend there. CR Bevins 11. Yes. Closes at 4 a.m. Yes. I like how this What looks. else happens there, Charlie? Tell the people. It uh, looks like MTV goes there a lot. It's, yep. the, it's the wildest party in America. Yes, nightly. I think you can sh- get all oiled up, Charlie, and get inside some giant ring and wrestle with people. Yeah, I think they have guns, too, don't they? Don't, or I, did they take the guns away? I'm not sure. They have a helicopter in the picture I'm looking at right yeah. here. Yeah. That Remember, we like were exactly my speed. And helicopter. again, I think we were, we were some of the first people to actually highlight exactly what the Sausage Castle was. It was the, I think it was the most famous and the most well-received Waddle's World story going way back in time. Is it or is Poop Knife? Oh, no, I think Sausage Castle. Really? Was, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, I look, you got a smile on your face. Have you Googled Sausage Castle with Gary Busey's nephew? I, I don't want to because we're, we're on the Hallis Wi-Fi, and I, I want to oh, be a, Who cares? Oh, come on. The, 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 this Wi-Fi has seen. You know what? Time out. Don't, stop right year. there. Let's just stop there. Let's stop there and move forward. It's my first I'd like to be invited here. back. It's my first time here. Okay. I want to make a good impression. Fine. We've we will move on. We will pivot. There. We will pivot. Uh, anyway. We, we got to play. You know what we got to do? We have to play the um, holiday parody song of Poop Knife. We haven't okay. done that in a long time. Yeah, I'm I don't in. know if you guys will be able to find it, um, or if or, or Meller's going to have to get it tomorrow. I think Meller got rid of it because you know how he doesn't no, like potty humor. I don't. It's in there. Do you I know? Do you guys know the story of the Poop Knife? I don't, but I think I have the song. Is it Play Larry it Mancini? Right now. Let's go. Hit it. Wait, wait, should we give the backstory though? No. No backstory. No, listen to it. Poop knife, dirty knife, ate too much, I'm dying inside, gambled and lost quite a few times, but this time I'm ready, the toilet's all mine. Feels like I'm giving birth Can't flush, there's too much girth Poop knife, dirty knife Toilet's full, no plunger in sight Solve this problem like only I can Grab my poop knife with my right hand Cut it up into pieces Flush away my feces That is the essence of That's the one of the best one ever. Song content. Under old ownership, guys, yeah. um, we were only allowed to play that once. once. Yeah. And then it had to be sent away. Yeah. But I think now the good karma people would appreciate I, that. I think one. that should be the song that like we enter the, the day with every show at two o'clock. <laughs> that's our, that's our sign on song. That's how we they play us in. Yes. Or so play us out at th- night with that. This is a legendary story of a man yeah. who who had a poop knife. Had to keep it next to the toilet because his bowel movements were such that they they could not couldn't flush him. Kevin, it's this is truth. 
Like, this is what you learn things on this wow. show, Kevin. Well, yes. This is where right I teach you. Too. This is where I save lives and I teach people. What hand would you use, Jake? Would you go lefty? No, I would go right. That's why I related to him. I'd, I'd go left. I'm a lefty, though. Oh, lefty guy. All right. I don't I'm, think it matters which hand you use. But I'm a, I'm a better... Um, it does. I, I, use, I use, like, when I cut up my steak, I'm using the steak knife in my left Did hand. Did you just go from poop to steak? Well, I'm yeah. um, cutting. Are you using the same knife? How are you? How do you use your steak knife? Uh, right I, or left? I, I, no, I'm righty, but I'm just, my right. point is, is, is like, I just, I struggled to have that in the same sentence. How I cut up my poop versus how I cut up my steak. I'm going to look at my next steak a little differently if that's still on my brain. Charlie, what'd you think of that song? I, um, yeah, that, I think that's what I think of it. I give it a big yeah. A big yeah? <laughs> yeah. Scale of one to ten on the Charlie meter, what does it get? Gets a yeah, like a five, like a six, you oh, know? Oh, really? Are you one of these, these, well, the, a lot of times, one of these proper folks, too, like Mel? No, no, Charlie's it, got sophisticated. My oh, ass. Sure. No, it's not that. It's the, uh, I like the syllables to match up in a song. I think if you can match up the syllables, so like silent night, poop knife. Who are you, you, Lionel Richie, for Christ's sake? Like, what? Yeah, you I'm write saying, a song. You write make, it. I'm yeah. just saying, we want to make it like a 10. It's got, like, I like it when the syllables Can we up. give you a, a, a homework assignment and you do a holiday parody song? You just do Poopy Knife. No, you do any holiday parody song. I want to see how well you'll do. Yeah. All right, I'll try it. Much, Charlie. I'll try my hand at it. Right. Not You're very our station performer. Okay, back to the Florida Man Games. Founder Pete Melfi is no stranger to these wacky headlines as he has covered them for many years. Melfi had a vision to convert strange, viral Florida Man headlines into a hilarious competition, and the Florida Man Games were born. It's definitely a common theme that goes along with Florida Man. I tried to think of a way that we can encompass that Florida Man into an event, he told the local uh, television affiliate. After we were talking about the event, it kind of evolved into, well, how do we make this a competition? How do we find out who's the best Florida man out there or the best group of Florida men out there? The Florida Man Games feature five-man competitions for teams. You won't find games of tug-of-war or balloon toss challenges at the Florida Man Games, but you will find an event called a catalytic converter, two bikes and a handful of copper pipes, race against time. While I was thinking of courses, like I said, I've covered these stories forever. I just tried to think of some of the most common things with Florida men. There's often Cadillac converters involved in these things in Florida. we got a big problem with stealing copper. I try to encompass as many of those things into the competitions as possible. Another unique competition at the Florida Man Games is the Evading Arrest Obstacle Course. In this competition, participants will be chased by real police officers who volunteered to participate in the event. I was definitely surprised by how many we got, Melfi said, of the uh, police officers who volunteered. I have a great relationship with our St. John's County Sheriff's Office, and our sheriff, Rob Hartwick, is great. He loves getting involved in community events. He's a fun guy. So it was really cool uh, that they offered this and that so many people were willing to take us up on this. It's something they're excited to be part of. Other events at the Florida Man Games include a weaponized pool noodle mud duel, Category 5 cash grab and a beer belly Florida sumo. Beer belly Florida sumo. Is that when you put on the suits? I think so. Or or, or do you use your actual beer I, belly? I, I think it's hilarious that that's what you glommed onto after I read before that. Other events in the Florida Man Games include a weaponized pool noodle mud duel. So that's the, a, those pool noodles and you're in mud? 
Yes, in a Category 5 cash grab, which I have to believe means Gale Force wins while you're enclosed in, a, in, a, in a, something and you're trying to grab money as it's what, pulling What's around. your – I've always watched that. They used to do that at Bulls games. What is your uh, strategy? To grab, grab as much money yeah. as humanly possible. I yeah, but I mean, like, are, are, you, in your like are, you, are you hugging it? Do you grab with your hands? Yeah, hands. Do you, like, do you try and scoop? Like, well, where are you going to put it if you scoop? You got to go hands. Scoop and then hands, like, or do you go hands? I, 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 like, I've always wondered that. I've always tried. In I'm my getting head. into it with pockets in a jacket, pockets in my pants, and also the capacity to stuff as much money down my pants as possible, and in your mouth. You got plenty of room down and there. And under that's your for hat. Sure. Of course I do. I wear big pants. <laughs> you put it under your hat. You got to wear a hat in there as well. Dodgers hat? Yes. You and, you and Zach last night. Yeah. You and Zach. We were, were both making statements. What does Waddle and Zach Levine have in common? $215 they were, million. They were both showing off their Dodgers hats That's yesterday. Right. Yeah. Which, is, which was weirder. I think you, yours is weirder because his made all the sense in the world. He was just trolling. My wife bought that hat when she was out in L.A. visiting somebody, and I think it's a cool hat. And by the way, it was I was trying to... Not only was it the closest thing to me as I was walking out the door, but I was trying to subtly take a jab at Big Cat as he sat next to me, trying to suggest to him subliminally that Shohei was going to sign with the Dodgers and not the Cubs. Why would you do that? Because I like to tweet. It would be good for you, too, if, if Shohei signed here. be good for all of us. I just thought it would be a nice tweak. By the way, we've missed the deadline to submit a team. The applications were back in November. <laughs> November 15th. Yesterday. But no, I want to be the broadcaster. I, w- I want to be the voice of this game. You don't want to be part of the weaponized pool? No. Noodle, I, and I don't, know, I don't know where the catalytic converter even is. See, see, that's why it's under the car, right? You, you can't be the voice yeah. of Florida. You're too Midwestern. Yeah. Well, no, but we, we're fans of them. I mean, like, do you, like really, like... There's another game, too, part of this. At the Florida games, you'll also be able to test your strength with a ride on a mechanical gator. Mechan- not, not the bull, the no, gator. mechanical gator. And by the way, there's also a story embedded in this story about a charcuterie board weighing a stunning 769 pounds that shattered the world record in Florida. They just do some crazy you-know-what in Florida. They do. Yeah, I like it. All right, when we come back, I'll try to top that wackiness with more wackiness. That's next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Uh, Courtesy of of, uh, Sylvie, I think we have some uh, great audio. From uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football, which is just, I saw it today. It's so good. But, but I, I have to he apologize. Was on Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, yeah, it was so good. But uh, he's, you know, he's my favorite uh, television personality. Um, anyway, I forgot to mention this story, and this, is, this should have led the show. Snoop Dogg's claiming he's quitting smoking and has asked for privacy. The rapper posted a statement on Instagram that has his fans baffled and concerned. Snoop Dogg's. Kevin. Snoop Dogg is dropping smoking like it's hot. Or so he says. The rapper and legendary, is it Kush? Enthusiast? Yes. Yeah. Claims he's giving up the puff. 
After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke, he wrote on Instagram. Please respect my privacy at this time. So, Kevin, you, you think that this is, you think he's going to introduce, like, some sort of edible? Yeah, I think this is pu- publicity stunt to introduce some new product. Yeah. Like, I've given up smoke, but now i got these little Snoopy uh, bites or something. Yeah, yeah he's I got like edibles. Snoopies. You'd take the Snoopies, wouldn't you? No, I don't do well with it. I okay. told you that, like, it doesn't, it just makes me tired. And I'm already tired. I don't want to be more tired. Like, it What if it was part of the 19 Crimes promotion? I, I'll stick with the wine. Okay. Like, I like, you know, you know, like, bourbon's out there. Yeah. I, I don't love bourbon, so don't drink it. Um, I don't find that THC does good stuff for me, so I pass on it. God bless you. God bless you. I drank a full bottle of wine last night. Not shocked. Full bottle. Yeah. Full bottle of it. Couldn't have guessed that. Um, you can, you, can you play uh, the Kyle Brandt stuff? Do we have it back at the shop? Yes, we do. Uh, so this I know is... you're a big fan of that lady over there. Pat, I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you, but Van, let's just, let's just put the cards on the table. Uh, I say this respectfully. You're a TV legend. My wife is here. You were my boyhood crush. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love you. For many years of my life, you were the puzzle I wanted to solve, and I am so thrilled <laughs> to be here. Do you have any advice for me today, Vanna? Because I believe you control the board. I love you, Pat. Uh, to me, this is a Vanna show. Well, well, thank you for those kind words. Um, five vowels. Okay. Uh, pretend like you're in your own living room, not here. Just concentrate on the puzzle board. Yes. Not me. Okay? Keep me out of it. Think of the puzzle. Wonderful. I love That's it. That's it. You were the puzzle I wanted to solve? It's <laughs> a great line. This is your line, Kyle? It just came out. I didn't know that that moment was going to happen. It just came out. Did I hit bankrupt on that? We have another celebrity available. Thanks, everybody. And that is why why Kyle Brandt was my first overall selection in our football media uh, announcer pool. But when I told you to guess which Kyle sent you something, you guessed every Kyle except for Kyle Brandt. Shanahan? Schwarber? Yeah. Who else did I have? I had somebody else. Yeah, I Kyle, Kyle Long. Kyle Long, yeah. Because it was more likely that Kyle Long or Schwarber was going to send something to Kyle Brown. Schwarber's going to be in town this weekend. Is My it? wife was reading me the list of all these people at the Sports Spectacular in Rosemont this weekend. You well, know, they usually get like a hundred of the top yes. names in all of sports. Peyton Manning's coming. Do you sure. know how much he's charging for like a photo op? $115. Kevin, you got you got a guess? Two, can I can take it back? I want to say one fifty. I, I said one fifteen. I wanted to say one fifty. I'll say two fifty. Charlie, I'm gonna say one eighty. Jake, two ten. I think my wife told me it was like three. It's three eighty five. Get out of here. Take, yeah, photo for a op signed picture with, with Peyton Manning. A photo op with Peyton Manning. Like when you go to his, you'd line. give him thirty eight hundred to I, take a picture. I with think him. Schwab's is one of the cheapest at ninety five. Like yeah, this correct. is it's ninety five. The 95 for Schwartz? No, yeah. that's World good. Series it's era. good value. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, Peyton Manning, I think, was like 385 or somewhere in that neighborhood. He's an unbelievably popular guy years after playing. Yeah. Like, he just hosted the CMAs with Luke Bryan. Who? Peyton. Oh, well, I thought you meant Schwartz. No, Schwartz didn't do that. Schwartz was probably at home watching. <laughs> yes, for With sure. a dip in his mouth and a 12-pack. <laughs> God bless him. All right. Courtney Cronin is going to join us next. The news of the day from Hallis Hall, and she's pissed about the Bulls. She, she told me yesterday she wants to blow it up. She said, enough of all this.
So uh, we'll talk to Courtney coming up next.